We all have these really deep desires and we all have things that we hope for that maybe a tiny voice wonders if they're possible. And like maybe a tiny voice is really afraid that they might not be possible because we want them so much. Whatever it is, whether it has to do with something that you want in your life or a relationship, we all have these. And it's like kitchen floor for me is having the space and creating the space for people to be able to whisper those desires as they become ready to really own those desires. What's up, guys? You're listening to the Punk Yeah Podcast, the podcast for scrappy entrepreneurs like you that want to close more sales, make more money, and leave a bigger impact. I am your host, Ashley Burnside, serial business experimenter, boy mom of three, rebellious introvert, and the founder and lead marketing scientist of the Punk Project Email Laboratory. Each week, I'll be bringing you new episodes to help you gain clarity through bite-sized lessons straight to your eardrums in persuasion, marketing, and entrepreneurship to supercharge your business. Welcome to the rebellion, my friend. Okay, so welcome to today's show. On the line today, I have Alice, who is a relationship coach, and she's also one of my best friends. And I think she's incredible and amazing. And I'm just going to turn it over to her to let her introduce herself and tell you a little bit more about what she does. Thanks, Ash. Yeah, so mutual. I think you also are incredible and amazing. And I'm really excited to be on here. So thank you for having me. I help people create amazing relationships. And I help them learn the communication and emotional skills to navigate any situation that can come up in their life and in their relationship. Love that. Love it so much. And so needed. Like, seriously, I don't really know of anyone else that's really focusing on that. All of us. We've all got that thing going on. Yeah. I mean, relationships are literally like they're every facet of your life in every corner. Yeah. Tell us, what's your punk factor? What sets you apart? I love this question so much. A part of me is like, oh, all the things, because we're all just such perfect, amazing little snowflakes with all our beautiful little differences. But (laughs) really, in terms of the work that I do, a big piece of what sets me apart is that I want to help people transform their relationships without changing who they are. You don't need to become a different person to have the kind of love you want to have. You can be you. And yes, maybe you need different skills. Maybe you need to learn some new tools or shift some habits that aren't serving you, but you get to do that as you. And the process gets to be fun. Working on your relationship doesn't need to be this thing that feels like a dreaded obligation or something we have to do. And it isn't just for people who feel like their relationships are failing. It's for anybody who wants a great relationship. Right. Yes. That is what I love so much. And it's really kind of part of the reason why I wanted to reach out to you to bring you on the show today. Because obviously, A, like, I love you. I adore your energy and what you stand (laughs) for and how you help people. B is because we do really have a similar set of values kind of related to that motivates us both kind of in life and business. It's kind of really focusing on like you aspect, like you can do things in a way that feels really good for you. So that's really kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Absolutely. And we've talked about that too in business that you don't need to conform to somebody else's idea of how to run a business in order to have a successful business that you get to run your business as you. And that's so much more powerful and so much more sustainable. Because if I'm trying to follow somebody else's rules based on their values, I'm not going to last in this thing because I'm going to get exhausted trying to live as someone else, right? Yes. Yes. Exhausting to kind of wear someone else's mask. Yes. Definitely. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. We have talked about this in so many different kind of scenarios about being a big hell no to like what everyone else is saying. Like you need this <laughs> and this. And we're like, no, no, yeah. no we're not going to do that. Oh my gosh. So many things. Yes. What's a, a situation like really recently that made you go, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do it this way instead because this feels better. Yeah. Okay. Like, how do I even choose? So I think one is I've heard multiple times and from multiple different places that one way that as a business owner, I should be using like capital letter should be using the poll feature in Instagram stories is that I should pull my audience on the types of content they want, the types of things they have going on in their lives, et cetera, et cetera. And then I should respond to everybody who answers my poll question with, hey, here are my current offers that you might be interested in. And there's a piece of that that I'm like, yeah, I'm totally on board with that. I pull my audience all the time because I want to serve them really well. Right. Because if people are like, hey, we're really struggling with navigating communication while we go through this big relationship transition, I want to be talking about that. I don't want to be talking about something that's irrelevant for them. But then just jumping in and immediately being like, hey, here's what you can buy from me feels gross to me. Like it's yeah. not a way I want to be. And it's not a way I'd be in person. You know, right. like if I ask somebody a question about what's going on, in their life in person and then they responded which is such a like powerful courageous vulnerable thing to do to mm -hmm. respond to somebody on the internet of like hey yeah this is going on in my life in person i wouldn't then be like oh that's great can i sell you this thing right <laughs> yes yes Ew. <laughs> Like, yeah. no, I'd make you a cup of tea and we'd keep talking about it. So that's what I do instead. I'll still ask those poll questions, those demographic questions, because I want to know who is in that community and how I can serve them better. But then to the people who respond, I'll reach out and I'll thank them for responding. And maybe I'll ask them a follow-up question to get to know them better. Or depending on what the topic is, maybe I'll share a little bit about my own experience that might be relevant or helpful for them or encouraging. And then I'll ask them if they want want to know about my current offers and kind of what I have going on behind the scenes. And if they want to know, then I'll share because I don't want to hide, you know? Right. Yeah, no, no. And I love that you are so like conscientious about consent in that arena, especially because of, you know, everything is kind of emotional to it. I feel like a word that's coming up that I keep thinking about is intuition and really kind of feeling things out and kind Absolutely. of taking things from that perspective because... I think so many people, especially like all the gurus that are shoving all these shoulds around, <laughs> you should be doing this. This very like formulaic, like you do this and then you do this and then this will happen. Right. And it's like, that's not really how life or business works. <laughs> yeah. The word guru even attached to so many things kind of makes me throw off a little bit. Yes, God. Um, don't call yourself a guru. No. <laughs> Have please. confidence by all means, like yes. work your stuff, girl. But just know with that. Yes. No, honestly, like the word guru, this is so out there. The word guru now, like whenever I hear it, or even when I say it, or I hear other people say it, all I think about is that movie. I don't even know when it came out now with Mike Myers, the love guru. And he like comes <laughs> the screen on that, like, on that, like automated carpet. <laughs> yeah. That's what I picture. And people are like guru. And I'm like, so you're totally that that's coming in the screen. Yeah. No, let's not use that word. <laughs> okay. So using kind of this intuition, if you will, obviously this 
is a totally different way of kind of approaching pretty much everything, feeling things out there and doing that in a way that no one really else is doing. So how has that kind of affected your business or your clients or even your people that you're kind of connected to, or at least perception of how that has affected either? Yeah, you know, my perception and how it's affected me, I'll start with how it's affected me. I get to feel really grounded about how I'm going about building a business. Mm, Yes. I get to talk about what it is that I do and who it is that I serve so that the people who are wanting and needing to connect with me, who are like, yes, I want one-on-one coaching to like create this incredible relationship that I want. I want different communication skills. I want different emotional skills. They can come to me and they can know what it is that I'm about and what it is that I do and how I help them. But in a way that feels really human first, Mm -hmm. that it isn't like, I have no intention to ever sell my services to someone who doesn't need or want them just to make a sale. Like I don't want to coach somebody who doesn't want to be there Yes, (laughs) because that would one be so icky and gross, but also it would be a disaster from a coaching perspective. (laughs) Like that's not going to be a successful coaching relationship. If somebody's like, I don't want to be here, but I felt weird because she got all like shiny suit, weird salesperson-y on me. And I didn't (laughs) know what to do. And like, So it it feels so grounded. I get to just be a human because especially when we're partly running our businesses online or if we're exclusively running our businesses online. For myself, I run my business in person and online. Sometimes there seems to be this disconnect on the internet where people will behave one way online that they would not behave in person. And they will say things online that they wouldn't say in person or make choices online that they wouldn't make in person. Mm -hmm. And because I'm grounded in this way and you likewise have experienced this leading with that intuition and that gut and that, Hey, who am I? And what do I value? And that's how I'm going to show up. It's all real life. The internet is still real life. There are people behind every screen. And I get to experience that kind of relationship building with people because of the way that I'm showing up. Yes. Yes. That kind of like organic, I guess, connection is is what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. Like when when you kind of break away from that, yeah, that like weird unplugged, disconnected, like I'm behind a screen. Yeah. I feel like that's when if you're following the formulaic kind of thing, you're going to get formulaic responses. Right. You're you're not going to be able to experience those types of real life connections. And then also like in the types of, I mean, what you were saying, when you're actually finding clients that way, like you don't want clients to experience this formulaic result. Like you want them to experience their own transformation, their own kind of journey. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I've gotten some feedback from people like in my Instagram community and from clients that this is true. But my hope for people who encounter me online or in any business space is that because of this way that I'm showing up, they'll feel really safe and really seen Mm -hmm. and that they'll feel like they have the room to decide what it is that they need for themselves because they know what they need. I don't know best what they need. They do. That they'll have the room to do that and then ask for what it is that they need and want. I love that so much. You really are like so good at that. And I think it is just because like you're just consistently yourself everywhere, no matter how you're showing up. You're just you. Mm, Thank you so much. And it's amazing because I mean, you and I talk so much about relationships, not just romantic relationships, but all relationships Mm -hmm. and having you be one of the people in my corner who I can bounce ideas off of and do a gut check with is so, so powerful for me to have people around me who know what my values are and who I am and what I stand for and who I really am 
so that I can be like, Hey, here's my gut on this. Does that also sound resonant to you? Does that feel like it's in alignment? So helpful. Definitely. I mean, one of your kind of cornerstone values too, is like being and feeling supported, right? Yeah, absolutely. Would actually love to talk about that. What are your values? Do you have them kind of like mapped out for yourself? Or is it just kind of like a whole intuition bucket of things? You're like, yep, this is in there too. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have them mapped out for myself. I do values with myself. And then the way that I do values work with clients is a little bit different because I think a lot of people are familiar with activities where you've got a list of values Mm -hmm. and you go through and you kind of choose, okay, which of these values align with me? And there'll be things on the list like trust or integrity or adventure, you know, and a lot of lists will tell you, oh, you've got to narrow it down to your top five, or you have to choose your top two. Otherwise it'll get too diluted and you won't be able to focus. I hate those Um, lists, by the way. Right? (laughs) Me too. Holy cow. I hate those lists. Oh my God. Like, don't please stop trying to put me in a little tiny hole. Yeah. Yeah. And for so many of us, those words aren't visceral. We don't feel them. You know, we read the word integrity and we're like, Oh yeah, that sounds like it would be a nice thing to have as a value. I'll put that on my list. Pretty but sure that was like on a poster it. in high school. Like, right. It's just that like generic, like, okay. yeah, yeah. And like integrity is great. Cool. Let's all have integrity. But when it comes to values, I want the ways that I name my values to be things that I just feel in the mm-hmm. core of me in a way that like, it's like a fire. It's motivating. It's like, this is what drives me and this is how I show up. So I want it to be something that I can really tap into and not something that's just cerebral or intellectual for me. And so I have values like big wave is a value of mine and steel string is a value and kitchen floor is a value. And like, if I listed all my values to you, I would sound like a really hipster poet at an open mic, just being <laughs> like, this is how I feel about the world. Like what? It's, it sounds like a nonsensical string of words. But for each of them, I have a really visceral connection to what they mean in my life and how I can tap into them and then express them with my actions and my choices. I love that so much. First of all, gold star for the word. But <laughs> when words are like, perfect. <laughs> These are deeply, deeply felt. And I, that is really kind of my hope for all people is that they can have those type of things. Like this is mine. This is what is yeah, in my heart. Absolutely. And I fully reject the notion that we need to limit our values to two or five or whatever. They're always oh such arbitrary. Yes. Like, yes. Where are you coming up with this? Number out of? And the thing is, I think always when I've seen that of, oh, you need to limit it. It's this notion of if we have too many, our focus will get blurred. Mm. But you know, I have a huge list of values and I'm not leaning most into every single one of them every moment of my life. There are different seasons of life when I need to reach for certain values more than others. There are different relationships in my life where I want to reach for certain values more than others. And it's so powerful to get to a place where you have this expansive list of values because we all have more than two or five. We all have a huge number of values, whether we've tuned into them or not. But when you get to the point where you have tuned into them and you're able to start to discern, oh, okay, I want more of this value in my life right now, or I'm really wanting to honor this other value in this particular situation or relationship or whatever. And then in that moment, you are really laser focused because you're choosing the one that you need, but that doesn't mean you have a limited pool to choose from. Yes. I love that. And I love that you're kind of bringing it back to this idea of like being connected to yourself. Humans aren't linear 
things or cyclical right. beings. And so like, yeah. just, like using that season, like pick what you need in wherever season that you're in. Maybe you'll need something different and maybe you'll come back to this, but it'll right. change and, and that's okay. And it's okay if there's not two or five or however many that someone right. said you need. Yeah. And having room for your values to shift and change and evolve as well. That it's like maybe something that was a value for you 10 years ago has shifted and isn't quite a value for you anymore or isn't a value at all anymore. And something new has emerged and you're like, I want some of that in my life. That's a value for me now. Yes, definitely. Growth is like a huge thing. And I think this is something that maybe not everyone is super conscious of. And it's like, this is what I value. This is who I am. So I am. And it's like, I don't know if it's as conscious when people kind of take inventory of like, well, does that still serve you now? Like, is that really what you still believe? Yeah, absolutely. That constant process of we have so much choice. And so much growth happens even when we don't notice. But when we do take the time to notice and check in, the amount of growth that can happen is exponential. And not growth in the sense of like there's some high bar that we're hoping to get closer and closer to, but growth in the sense of how much are you peeling away what isn't true to you? And how much are you peeling away what doesn't serve you? So you can get closer and closer to yourself and to just being unencumbered by all the things that are not what you need that are not who you are, that aren't serving you becoming more you, that is growth. It's like getting closer and closer to that juicy little core. Yes. The thing that I think about people like you or other people that I feel like are just like so themselves and it's just refreshing and sunshiny and wonderful. We don't all see messiness that come there. And that's not to mean that it was like dark or terrible, but everyone wants to follow this like checklist. What's the next thing on the checklist so I can, I'm like, well, it might not be like that. And I, right. I, I think that's especially in business when you get that freaking sheet of paper like two and I'm like, okay, this is a checklist that this is not how things work. It's not. Right. Yeah, it just kind of goes back to that. It's messy, people. It's not a yeah. checklist. <laughs> you got to do the work. Totally. Like you just touched on that acknowledgement that just because it's messy doesn't mean it has to suck. Yes. Right? Like, think about you've got kiddos. Think about a kid finger painting. Yes, I literally, so that's messy. exactly what came to mind. Like finger painting, really yeah. freaking messy, but like, it's wonderful. Yeah, totally. It makes your walls so much more beautiful. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love all of that so much. So I'm kind of curious, was there kind of experiences that helped shape them for you? And are those experiences you're willing to talk about? Or was it kind of just like a bunch of different things? Maybe not one specific thing. Yeah, definitely there were and have been and continue to be experiences that both shape my values, but maybe even more so help me tune into them. Mm, Yeah, I love that. And help me clarify them that it's kind of, you know, I'll have an experience and it helps me clarify as I look back and as I reflect, oh, wow, yeah, this bigger thing is what's really important for me there. Or, you know, this value is something that I want more of in my life. Like to kind of tease apart, let's take kitchen floor as an example. The kitchen floor value for me is all about that powerful way that people can show up with who they really are and with the truth of where they're at right now and the truth of what they want. And I just remember being all the way back to junior high, probably when you hit that point where you start having real conversations with your closest friends. And it's like you're sitting on the kitchen floor at a sleepover and 
maybe you're drinking hot cocoa or some tea or in college that it's like three in the morning and you're sitting on the kitchen floor with a cup of tea. And I feel like some of the best conversations would happen late at night, sitting on the kitchen floor, like you're barefoot, you're in your pajamas. There's no pretense. You're Mm -hmm. not trying to be anything that you're not. You're not trying to impress anybody. You're just showing up with what's true for you and owning it. This is who I am. And this is what I want. And this is kind of everything that's going on for me right now. And you're sharing that. And so there's this honesty and there's this power because there's so much power in being willing to claim where you are and what you're wanting to create. And there's this connection because sharing that with another person instantly builds so much connection. And so it's got all of these pieces woven into it. And the fact that I've had these experiences that really tie into that When I say kitchen floor, when I tell myself, okay, I need more kitchen floor in this area, I feel it like it's in me and I know what that feels like. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. It's like, I don't want to call it heavy, but I was like, me in the feels. Yeah. It hits me there too. I'm like, oh yeah, I want that. And it hits me so much more than if I was like, I want more connection in this area right now. Like, cool, great. But what does that feel like to me? Yes. Oh my God. Kitchen floor. Kitchen Kitchen floor. (laughs) Yeah. That's wonderful. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that so much. There's so many layers in those words for you. And that is awesome. It's like that feeling of ultimate security and space, I guess. Of of like, I'm okay here and I am safe to kind of speak my truth and connect with other person or other people in this space. Yeah, absolutely. It's like we all have these really deep desires and we all have things that we hope for that maybe a tiny voice wonders if they're possible. And like maybe a tiny voice is really afraid that they might not be possible because we want them so much. Whatever it is, whether it has to do with something that you want in your life or a relationship, we all have these. And it's like kitchen floor for me is having the space and creating the space for people to be able to whisper those desires as they become ready to really own those desires. Love that one. Yes. Oh my gosh. Smacking me right in the gut here. Just (laughs) way down in there. Love it. Yes. Okay. So I want to shift a little bit here. Have kind of like a rapid fire. But before we kind of get there, I want to kind of open it up. If there is anything here that you want to share in relation to this. Yeah. So the first thing that I would encourage people who are in relationships already could be any kind of relationship. I mostly work with people who are, for lack of a better term, romantic relationships, because it's kind of like, what does that term really mean to people? Anyhow, those types of partnerships is to realize that you are going to have your values and your partner is going to have their values. And then the relationship is going to have values. And the values of the relationship can reflect your values and your partner's values. And the relationship may have values that neither one of you necessarily hold on your own. But as you come together to create this relationship, you're like, oh, wow, the relationship really has this value. And there's so much power in digging in to figure out what do we want the values of our relationship to be as we create it together? Because just like you and I were talking about how we are both creating our businesses from a place of values. Like that's what we're grounding ourselves in as we move forward creating our businesses. And in a similar way, two people in a relationship can create their relationship from that place of values. 
and have that be one of the driving forces of, okay, what choices do we make for this relationship? What choices do we make each as individuals about the relationship from these very values-based places? And each person needs to have a sense first of their own values before you can really effectively come together and create together the values of the relationship. Think about experiences in your life that stand out as really profound or kind of these peak experiences. And that doesn't necessarily mean it was a happy experience. It could be something that like you really felt it and maybe it was heavy. It could also be something really happy. It could be something that made you really angry because when we have these potent experiences that have stayed with us, they were often potent because they touched a value or maybe Mm -hmm. they touched a couple values. And so thinking about what about that was important for me? What impact was I wanting to have on the world, on a person, on myself in that moment? And kind of sifting through and maybe, you know, doing some journaling, talking about it with somebody in your life to start to kind of dig in. And then as you see, you know, these kind of important pieces will start to float to the surface. And you'll start to see some patterns as you sift through. And then, you know, to name them, name them things where when you hear that word, and maybe it ties to a piece of the experience that you were having, you just feel that value at a heart level and a gut level. We kind of have three brains, right? Like we have our cerebral brain that lives in our head. We've got a brain that lives in our heart and we've got a brain that lives in our gut. Mm -hmm. And often we just stay up in our heads when it comes to thinking about our values, our relationships, the things we're doing in the world. And so you kind of want to take the elevator down and let your heart have a voice as well and let your gut have a voice as well so that you're much more unified when it comes to connecting with these values. Oh, I love that imagery so much. (laughs) Taking the elevator down. Like, gosh, use that one. That's wonderful. Yeah, all the way down to the gut. All the way down. Love it. Oh my God. Really, really potent Mm. advice to kind of like everyone to marinate on. I think the reminder there too is that like, this is ongoing work. It's not something you're just going to do once and like call it good. It's always going to be a work in progress. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Love it. Thank you for sharing that. Let's go into our fun questions. Yes. All right. So question number one, what does punk yeah mean to you? Punk yeah. I love that name, by the way. (laughs) Like I did a giddy little dance when you decided what you were going to name this. And I was like, yes, it's about, I get this sense of rebellion from it in such a sassy way. It's about like throwing off the rules so that you can create what actually works and feels good. Forget this formula. I'm going to do what feels amazing and actually works for me in my life and what I want to create. Ah, yes. So question number two, what's your favorite pump you up song on your playlist right now? Oh my gosh. (laughs) So many, but right now it's not even hard to choose right now. It is tempo by Lizzo featuring Missy Elliott. Oh my gosh. Like if you need to get pumped up, play that song. If you have small children and you do not want them to swear, play it when you are alone. (laughs) Um, But like play it loud and you will dance. Word. Totally going to look that one up. I'll make a mental note not to listen to that one in front of my three-year-olds. I love me some rap and hip hop. Absolutely. My pump me up song right now is Lucky You by Eminem and Joyner Lucas. Absolutely. It was like jamming out. I was going, I had picked up the younger two. I have three boys. Younger two I picked up from daycare. I'm my way to pick up my oldest from day camp. And song got over and my three-year-olds 
Owen. He was like, mommy, mommy, we listened to that one again. We play, will you play the fuck the rule song? I was like, oh, <laughs> you can understand lyrics now. Okay. Okay. That's new. <laughs> okay. So question number three, Since everybody knows that I'm all about experimenting and curiosity. Tell us what's something new that you're trying right now. Yeah. Okay. So Something that I am trying right now is using an email list just to build community and to just have it be a place of, hey, let's connect. Let's have conversations where we can go a little bit deeper than we can go on Instagram. These are people who really want to dig in and dive in. And so in that vein, I'm kind of in the process of transferring from doing, I've been doing a monthly written newsletter. And so it's just on the first of the month, I send out a newsletter to my people talking about something in the realm of relationships and communication and emotions. And I'm transitioning. And next month, I'm going to try doing an audio newsletter. So I'll do kind of like a little private podcast. I'll make myself a tea and I'll talk about a thing instead. And I'm hoping that it'll give me a chance to kind of get a little bit more depth into Mm -hmm. something that still feels like, oh, hey, I could pop this in and listen to it while I'm doing the dishes. So I'm excited. I'm excited to try that because I love the notion of it being more of a conversation. I love that too. And I love that it feels really kind of this cozy, private little conversation that's happening. I think your stories that you do on Instagram are fabulous. This is kind of like a fun, special, private little extension of that. Yeah, totally. Like I want it to feel like I'm inviting people into my living room and pouring everybody tea and it's like, take off your shoes and let's talk about stuff. Yes. We we can sit on my kitchen floor. Yes. Yes. There we go. We're bringing it all the way around, everyone. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Before we go, why don't you let us all know about what you have going on right now and where we can find you? Thank you. This has been so much fun. I actually have a promo that I'm running just for your podcast listeners. In the next month, so within a month of the air date of this episode, anybody who's listening to this podcast who emails me with the code PUNKYEAH will get a free sample session. Holy crap. Right? Because your people are amazing. I'm like, if they're hanging out with Ash, I want to hang out with them. This is my like litmus test of are you rad and badass and should we hang out together? Yes, probably. So if you're curious about what coaching is about or you know, what that could look like for you and you want to experience coaching firsthand, just shoot me an email. It's alice at alicetj.com. And you can just let me know that you heard me on this podcast and hit me with the code punk. Yeah. And I will send you a link to schedule your free sample session. And then everybody can hang out with me over on Instagram at heyalicetj. Totally feel free to shoot me a DM when you come over and be like, hey, I heard you chatting with Ash and then we'll just have a conversation and it will be great. And, oh my gosh, you have to do the sample session because I did one with Alice and it was <laughs> so powerful and also like awesome. Like it wasn't like this heavy, let's talk about your childhood, find the things in there. Like, no, no, no. It was awesome. It was so awesome. So please like get advantage of that. All of her on Instagram because her stuff is lit and amazing. And like literally every time I watch it, First of all, I always get happy because like your energy is so infectious. And then (laughs) you always have great points where I'm like, hmm, I have not thought about that. And yeah, just they're really, really insightful. So the thing, send her the email, follow her on Instagram. Alice, thank you so much for showing up here today and sharing parts of your brain. Thank you. Thank you so much for opening up this space. Woo! Woo!